नमस्ते देर इज समथिंग विच आई थिंक चिल्ड्रेन विद ए न्यू कॉन्शियसनेस स्पेशली फाइंड इट मोस्ट स्ट्रेंज वेन दे सी देयर पेरेंट्स क्वारल और वेन दे सी पीपल क्वारलिंग इट वॉज वन ऑफ द थिंग्स दैट यू नो आई डोंट नो इफ पीपल हैव एक्सपीरियंसड और नॉट बट इन अ स्मॉल विलेजेस इन सर्टन प्लेसेस दे इज अ काइंड ऑफ ह्यूमैनिटी विच एन्जॉयज क्वारलिंग एंड इट एन्जॉयज क्वारलिंग फॉर नो रीजन एक्चुअली दे इज नो रीजन फॉर क्वारलिंग एवर बट एट वन प्लेस वेन आई रेड शुरबिंदोज लेटर वन ऑफ द लेटर्स ही सेज इट्स इनवेरिएबली क्वारल्स आर फॉर स्मॉल इनसिग्निफिकेंट थिंग्स बट द लोअर वाइटल गिव सो मच इम्पॉर्टेंस टू इट takes so much interest in it that it enjoys to quarrel it's almost like a food so this is how human consciousness but if we have a vaster vision if we know where we have to go then all these small little things will appear so trivial and insignificant that's why the mother says that always step back look at life with a smile and see that all that is happening in your life what is its real importance and significance and she says that when you really thus look back you will see that most of the things have little or no importance with regard to that which you are seeking which is eternal which is permanent which is true this of course for a sadhak but even otherwise in life the mother says that one can live without quarreling now this is news to most <laughs> human beings how can one live without quarreling so she gives us a wonderful formula and reveals to us a secret truth actually even if we forget everything else just logically quarrel how does it help it just saps energy okay maybe for some time one feels relaxed because one is released vent what is called as venting i don't know what it has meant because venting people take great joy oh i just wanted to vent you know what happens when you vent when you vent you have thrown away certain forces from your nature true they were troubling you there was anger and you have thrown it out whether on a punching bag or on somebody who is a punching bag but what happens because you have allowed it to be thrown thus this there is a vacuum what fills that vacuum the same forces which will come and every time you do it you get into a vicious cycle of venting allowing this force venting allowing because that emptiness has to be filled and only divine can fill it um i remember it say of course this story has many meanings but um, its visuals were very uh, very interesting and i used to wonder what does it mean but later on one of the meanings that i drew of the story was this it's a story from mahabharata and there is this uh, one of the magadh kings called jarasandh so he was born you know his two sides were as if you know uh, like a cms twin but it's in in reverse they were loosely tied together and there is a demoness who joins it so it starts with you know doing something very unnatural this child was not supposed to survive and he grows into a tyrant king so he um, does a yagya where he must give narbali actually offer human beings Hundred prince, and if he offers hundred prince, then he will become invincible. And he is a very nice son. I think he is Sudhanva. So he, what he does is he makes uh, one or 
odd prince escape from the jail because he feels what is my father doing <laughs> so every time he ends up finding that there are 99 one is missing now he is one of those whom krishna knows that there is going to be a war of dharma and if this fellow also goes joins the tyrant hands of duryodhana then what is going to happen so he eliminates him even before the war starts and he had to release those all the 99 prince from the captivity so he uh, challenges him for a fight and this man very proudly he says okay i'll fight with bhimsen i'll have a um, hand to hand fight so bhimsen is bhimsen i mean he is he has the strength of 1000 elephants it's a measure of strength it's not like he can beat 1000 elephant like horse power so elephant strength before people start shouting out this all mythology it was a measure of a person's strength so he fights and uh, obviously bhimsen is too strong for him and he his weak spot is in the middle so he tears him apart and throws but then bhim is very happy that i have won the wrestling match and then they joins by the time he realizes turns back he join now imagine every time bhima does it he joins so he doesn't know what to do he is at his wits end now after a time you know your strength begins to pale so shri krishna always alert always smiling so he gives him an indication and the indication is when you throw build a shivling in between so quickly when he throws before the two can join he out of the mud he builds a shivling shivling is very easy to build you build out of anything and say om namo shivaya that shiva is a benevolent god he immediately comes so then he cannot join now this was a lesson for me later on when i grew up that it means that anything which you have uh, you know any empty space you must fill it with god because if you leave it empty it will be filled by habit by the same forces and it's so true because all anger frustration all this comes from the abyss and if you don't fill the abyss with divine love which alone can actually fill it the same problem will come again and again so uh, here mother says that you can live without quarreling it seems strange to me it seems strange to say this because as things are it would seem on the contrary that life is made for quarreling for some time you have released then next day and if you observe carefully this not even sometimes trivial it is meaningless of course one can understand it's a play of adverse forces when you see that at critical moments when you are either you know just before darshan these forces become super active or sometimes after the darshan you had such a beautiful experience and you come out somebody says something and you know one has got into it why because there is a hole which is open so she says on the contrary that life is it seems strange to say this because as things are it would seem that the main occupation of people who are together is to quarrel overtly or covertly cold war is not only between russia and america it goes on in every house sometimes it's like they don't talk to each other but there is a inner war sometimes it takes open shape okay only we don't have nukes but we have words which are worse than nukes sometimes so she says you do not always come to words you do not always come to blows fortunately but you are in a state of perpetual irritation within because you do not find around you 
the perfection that you would yourself wish to realize and which you find rather difficult to realize but you find it entirely natural that others should realize it how often we see people blaming the other person about you are not good you don't love enough so often ask the question do you love even forget about love enough so because one is unable to love one starts so this kind of relationship develops where one person is always at the <laughs> blaming end <laughs> but if the person looked carefully one sees because i am unable to love i am quick to blame the other person then she says try to experience how can how can they be like that you forget how difficult you find it in yourself not to be like that try to experience this it will greatly help you to change yourself at the same time it will bring a sunny tolerance to your relationships with others the goodwill which comes from understanding and it will very often put an end to these completely useless quarrels what is that sunny tolerance when you work upon yourself on a tendency because you don't have it supposing you feel that i must love more truly more beautifully and you see how difficult it is then when you see in another person this lack of love you understand it's not easy <laughs> so you keep working within yourself and try to harbor a greater and greater flame of love try you will see and then she gives us a very beautiful way of living the new way of life look upon everything with a benevolent smile so smile itself is a many time ironic smile sarcastic smile sardonic smile <laughs> smile of i don't care here she is saying suspicious smile i know but i am smiling smile of benevolence where you understand and therefore you are wide enough to um i don't want to use the word forgiveness too much forgiveness word makes you feel you have assumed a very high position and you are being you know i forgive you who are we to forgive and whom actually whole human life human nature world is what it is and it should change that is the beautiful thing about shubhendran the mother they bring a promise of a luminous future look upon everything with a benevolent smile take all the things which irritate you as a lesson for yourself and your life will be more peaceful and more effective as well for a great percentage of your energy certainly goes to waste in the irritation you feel when you do not find in others the perfection that you would like to realize in yourself if you see something is missing in the other person it's a sign that let me develop it in myself because the world needs it and your it's your need itself but we waste the energy in irritation anger quarreling and actually it helps nobody and nothing you stop short at the perfection that others should realize and you are seldom conscious of the goal you should be pursuing yourself so the simplest way is this is a very nice thing i had read long back which stuck with me though initially it created a bit of a strange feeling how you should deal with people who try to irritate you or you know who say all kinds of things or whom you don't like for whatever reason 
who are having a dusht bhav towards you. And the answer one of the yogis had given was upiksha. Be indifferent. He said, this is wonderful. Let me try and practice it. I said, how can you just be indifferent? And then I understood over a period of time. Of course, the mother had something much greater. Not just indifference. Indifference is the first impact you bear it. Don't react or respond to it. But the final answer is love. People who are full of irritation, people who are full of pain, cannot help quarreling. What is it they are missing? They are like sick people. They are suffering inside. They are throwing the poison that they carry within. So what do you do to such a person? You get angry? Sounds so absurd. You understand they need healing. How do you heal? The most powerful uh, medicine ever which can heal is love. It can fill that abyss. They need love. But of course then you have to harbor that kind of love. You can't heal otherwise. If you are giving love with the idea, okay, at some point of time, this jama punji will come back, <laughs> then it doesn't work out. And it's only possible when our need of love is met by the Divine Mother. Meaning thereby when we open to her to receive love, but we give freely. Not freely doesn't mean everybody okay, but wherever there is a need, wherever you are moved from within to pour this love, there you will give. But not with the idea of getting it back because as far as we are concerned, we open to the Divine Mother. It's, this is the passi of love that the Mother speaks of and receive from her directly. If you are conscious of it, well then begin with the work which is given to you. That is to say, realize what you have to do and do not concern yourself with what others do. Because... After all, it is not your business. Once somebody complained to the mother, two stories, many of them are like that. One of them was where someone complained to the mother, who's, he saw a sadhak, the door was little open. And he saw the sadhak in a very compromising state with, the, with you know, somebody, uh, a maid or someone. And the person goes and complains to the mother, shocked. Mother, you know what I saw? And mother said, you have seen it, forget about it. <laughs> it's not your business. That's the end of the story. It's not your business. Another story where someone goes and says, this is in Champaklal speaks, this second story. First one I read in Ravindraji's book. Champaklalji says that once, you know, ashram bags used to carry ashram stamp. I don't know what that stamp was like, but stamp from the ashram. <laughs> Maybe grown in certain ways, whatever it is. So, there were people who were selling it in the market, getting some money. And it was very odd because it carried the ashram stamp. So, when the mother was told about it, Mother, you know, the people who are selling the eggs of the ashram, stamped ashram, in the market, Mother smiled and said, My child, I know it. That's it. <laughs> A third example. When Jugalda and uh, once this story he himself told me, he said, you know, uh, Amal Kiran and Nero would talk near the samadhi. Actually, very sweetly they used to talk. I have heard it. And when they would talk, at least I never felt disturbed because every time Amal Dha will say, Shurabindo, it was such a beauty. It was, it was like, you know, what that makkhan and honey, butter and honey melting through his mouth. 
the way he said he did a wonderful accent and you would say sure bindu so you know the moment he would say and both were hard of hearing so if he would ask something and he would also say yeah what did you say loudly some people used to feel disturbed to me it was delight but anyways it's a little odd because people will get a wrong example so jugalda would often feel should i tell the mother or not so he wrote and told the mother but i find it very odd and they are much uh, near to me what should i do should i tell them i feel like telling them or should i not tell them mother's reply was if you tell them they may change if you don't tell them you will certainly change and progress and then she says okay you can tell them once if you feel like telling so this was the way how she would leave aside these small petty things in which our minds get preoccupied and move toward the great goal what a vision what a waste of life it will be if we just got involved with all these uh, petty quarrels um, noticing and all these things that we see it's not our business our business is to realize the divine and turn all things to honey that is the rule of divine life shrivindu's aphorism turn everything how you know it will help you in growing and progress like like the ass who fell in the well a nice little story that he was in the well so people would throw sand and he would shake and the sand would go below so like that step by step fantastic story realm of impossible but still he didn't allow himself to be buried under the sand he would shake it off it will come below and so he would go a little 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 up so when people throw use it as a means to grow and the best way to the true attitude is simply to say all those around me all the circumstances of my life all the people near me are a mirror held up by the divine consciousness to show me the progress i must make so very often people say oh how can we ask uh, now mother we have a problem how do we learn guidance is there in life because in life there is grace in life in every movement there is the divine presence see how beautifully ishupanishad says ishavasyam idam sarvam yat kinchit jagatyam jagat in every movement hidden at the core is the divine and it's trying to come out through the movement so actually if we are conscious we'll find the guidance everywhere in life so here is the guidance the best way to the true attitude is simply to say all those around me all the circumstances of my life all the people near me are a mirror held up to me by the divine consciousness to show me the progress i must make that's all our business is everything that shocks me in others means a work i have to do in myself so the real sign that one has progressed no more shocks you it shows you that there is a divine movement you see that element of truth and leave the rest you have gained you have grown richer by that little ingot of gold you have drawn from that and perhaps if one carry true perfection in oneself one would discover it more often in others because then you will see that in everyone there is that grain of perfection some little truth pick up that truth leave the rest leave the distortions covering aside and pick up that little truth it will help us grow inwardly rich namaste